In a week where we watched quite easily the worst game of the season, here is my best attempt at filling in hours worth of content without talking about football. My name is Jarvey and I'm joined this week by Hammy, Cameron and Simon. Together we are the Broken Hearts Club Band. How are we doing, boys? Um, let's, uh, let's not talk about Ross County too much in a bit, but... but. <laughs> We'll talk about playing in Europe again because that's the best thing going. Eh? Uh, and we've been wondering about like how it all works with with seedings and stuff. Um, so I, I done a big deep dive, loads of research. I, uh, I read an article um, by Barry Anderson, and I found that PSV have already qualified for our round, uh, winning the Dutch Cup, as have Belgium's Ghent after winning the Belgian Chocolate Tin Cup. Um, Peter Haring's old team, Reed or I Araid, they've won the Austrian Cup, um, and to be included will be the Turkish Cup winners, along along with the Cup winners in Denmark, Cyprus, which by the way could very well be Neil Lennon's team, um, and uh, like Serbia and the Czech Republic as well. So these teams we could potentially face in that qualifying round for the Europa League? Yes. Yeah. Right, okay. Uh, in terms of jollies, what's jumping out of you there, Cameron? Neil, Neil Lennon in Cyprus sounds pretty fucking good. Uh, <laughs> Cyprus would be a lovely reunite or two away, yeah. I've just, I'm just, I'm, I've realised something while we've gone through this, that Europe, for you on this, is not going to be your friend. And trying to pronounce it, places and where we might end up going. <laughs> That's very true. I don't think, well, other than the team that Peter Aaron used to play for, I don't think I got anything wrong. It's Serbia, right? Anyway. That's true. That's true. You've started started well. Right. See how we get on. Exactly. Um, and we'll, we'll see if I'm allowed to uh, to go on this European <laughs> tour. Um, <clears throat> Hearts are. We are apparently. Um, seeded for the draw but due to the and with the coefficient system it's all very complicated that means that we'll play a team who's come from the third qualifying round um so because we're seeded i believe it's basically down to a team from denmark cyprus serbia or the czech republic you were doing so well man <laughs> <laughs> that's the time i've heard that i'm like wait wait what is that no, what? That's, this that's not this is not going to be one cyprus. of those draws <laughs> <laughs> hey? That's not how you say Cyprus. I upset Cyprus like you just said Cyprus. <laughs> no, you did it Well, anyway, um, it's going to be one of those draws with like a thousand different pots. Uh, like you just won't have a Scooby until they just tell you who you're playing. Yeah, yeah there's no point in speculating. It could be fucking anyone. No. So is, is this... One of these ones where they have a program that goes on for about three hours. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I do love those UEFA draw programs. Right. Jermaine Genius will be involved somehow. No, somehow. Right, you'll host that. Cameron, you're always spot on with predicting who what guests will be there. Will, will Lewis Figo be there potentially? Oh, he's one. Um then it'll be like a, a Rui Costa, he's a classic. Oh cult hero. Um, um somebody like a, a John Carew. 
Those these type guys. That's 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 what we'll get. Aye, aye. Uh, Bobby Zamora. That's a very Europa League player. <laughs> aye, good. Um, and the the dates for our our Europa uh, playoff game is confirmed. That's August eighteenth and twenty fifth. A Thursday, Thursday. Something we'll need to get used to. It's exciting. It's very exciting. Very. Buzzing. Fair buzzing. Um, well, considering we are going to do our best not to speak about the Ross County game, I've got a big, massive list of talking points. Um, but first, before we even get to that, Hammy, we'll go over to you at this stage for a, a big Foundation of Hearts update overview. <laughs> get your spreadsheet <laughs> Well, when I say spreadsheet, what I've, I've got up is the WhatsApp conversation where I just bullet-pointed everything because I oh. knew it would be a good idea. But there was like a... I can't even remember. I think it was sort of like an AGM-type update thing for the Foundation of Hearts. Um, but, the, but the big news, obviously, was that Stuart Wallace is standing down. Um, so he's been at the the reins for a, a good few years now. He was what, the man who sort of handed the club over um, bought the club from from Bidco and everything. So she was sanding down Jerry Mellon, who we talked about previously, the Tesco bank CEO with the incredible CV, is going to be taken over, um, which I think is good. Um, New unless... selling thing, Castle. Is it, is it finally <laughs> getting turned into a big Tesco? <laughs> unless obviously that happens, then it'd be bad. But I, I'm I'm optimistic. Everything is very rosy at hearts at the moment, so what could possibly go wrong? Um, some other news, there was that we do in fact have a sell-on fee for Hickey, but uh, Joe Savage wasn't um, letting the details of that out, just said that we do have a sell-on fee, which is good. Um, we are getting Wi-Fi at Tencastle. <laughs> other great news for us who, if you're at games like Ross County, for instance, and you want to be absolutely anywhere else. We're now getting faster internet, so we can do other things when we're there. Uh, there's all two big screens we're getting. Um, I think this has been on the, the cards for a while, um, big screens, um, but we're actually getting them from the Commonwealth Games down in Birmingham. So they're getting used for three weeks down there, and then we're getting them, which is hmm. um, quite good. And there's some weird tax loophole, which means we're getting pretty much two for one. So we're 170,000 pounds. Um, there's some oh, sponsorship bit, deal. We bet tin pot, but <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm all for it. If they're if they're in good working condition, get them in, eh? Yeah, I mean, second hand, off, a, but... off a back of a van. <laughs> second hand <laughs> delis. But I mean, second hand, and the, the, they've been used for three weeks. So do we have any what? idea where they're going? Uh, one in the wheat field and one in the main stand. Like on um, the corners or at the it's, top? Like inside, so inside the side of the stand, hmm. right? Okay, um, is where they're going. Is, you know, is there? I know what's coming <laughs> on. You go, Camden. <laughs> well, I was just thinking. You know, it's the one person that's trying to have a go at this. Is you the one person who actually gets to see a clock every week? The rest of us was <laughs> it? Right. And does yeah. that come in for the start of next season? Uh, I believe so. Yes, there's still a bit of work to do with um, wiring and everything. Apparently, the Wi-Fi is such a difficult thing because. All, uh, all the stands were made at different times, so the cabling's all different. All very technical. Um, <laughs> other cable. talking points was the Gillette, Gillette family put an offer into by Hearts at some point, um, but we pied them. Which... When, they, when they bought Liverpool? No, I think it was after that. I think it was quite recently, because Andrew oh, okay. McKinley was CEO 
and uh, him and Ambudge yeah. had a very quick conversation with the just pilot. Uh, apparently, Sims is very unlikely to sign for Hearts permanently. We could get him back on loan next season, but permanently is pretty much not going to happen. I think wages and things are just going to be too much. Um, other than that, I don't think there was anything else. Everything is very rosy in the garden of foundation and just general hearts. Shout out Stuart Wallace for, for where he took it to where he's passed it on. It's, it's a much better condition, wasn't it? Bingo, yeah, 100%. And a, th- a thankless task a lot of the time as well, so he's done I know. Just <laughs> Fuck doing that job. Everyone's going to hate you. Think this is, as well, completely volunteered as well. Not getting paid Aye. for it. Um, Incredible. Took a hell of a lot of stick when everybody was hating life last year. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's like I say, it's, it's, he's done a great job and hopefully we're going to the next next stage now. They were looking, there was talk about um, producing an app so you can donate because you can't really just one-off donate at the moment. You have to set up a subscription, but they wanted to have an app that had an option for when people were drunk to donate. Um, <laughs> Jane, that's a 100% true thing. Uh, there was a name for it and everything but um, like if we won a game and everyone was feeling really happy they would go on and donate like a fiver or whatever when they were steaming Aye, so, makes sense seems <laughs> <laughs> <was> really responsible <laughs> yeah. many hearts second hand screens and drunk donation <laughs> nice well uh, thank you Hammy and uh, thank you Stuart Wallace so who's at the reins now sorry it's Jerry's name isn't it not Gary Jerry Jerry Mallon. He was um, Tesco Bank CEO. He was the president of the Northern Ireland Football Association, I think, as well, for a period no, of time. It? So he's, yeah, he's, he's like his CV is, is pretty exceptional, but it could just all be a ruse to, to sell us to Tesco. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Who knows? We've, we've been here before. <laughs> Good. Um, aye, thanks, Hammy. Um, Something to, to boil your blood. Um, the the PFA Scotland Awards were last night and it was a, a clean sweep oh. for Celtic. <laughs> um, goal, of the, goal of the season scored by Tom Rod- Rogic. Uh, couldn't even tell you what, what that goal looked like. Um, women's young player of the season, Jacinda. Oh my God. Gala Badar Arichichi. <laughs> Go and fucking Google it. Uh, young player of the year, Leela Bada, who's barely even getting a game. And manager of the season was Ange Postacoglu and not Dick Campbell. Um, player of the season, Callum McGregor apparently pipped Craig Gordon and Regan Charles Cook for it. So, hi, a, a full clean sweep for Celtic and Australia. How uh, how <laughs> how fucking boring, eh? Like, <laughs> the only the only thing is, is it not the players who vote on it? Yeah, right. So that's like that's the only thing that we can go. Ah, well, at least it's the players that voted on it. But how fucking boring! Mm -hmm. How many players in this league support Celtic and are voting for their pals? (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Um, I couldn't believe that, Callum McGregor. Fucking hell, (laughs) makes you sick. Um, Say last year, fucking Callum Davidson on a cup double of St Johnston. And Stephen Gerrard won Manager of the Year. Just right. the league. Ridiculous. 
He won their first ever league title, so so can we go give that? Oh, and again, <laughs> second week in a row. It's <laughs> <laughs> cup final season. If you, if you tee them up, I'll hit them. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Um, right now, at three thirty this afternoon, I received a message. I received a message from Cameron Johnson, and this message requested I ask him on the podcast what the pie of the month is. So, Cameron, <laughs> over to you. I have to apologise to. Yeah, Simon, I'll go to the <laughs> for, for getting a, a pie of the month with him there. Because the pie of the month, for I think the third month in a row, is the kebab pie. I now, just don't I think we've think taken is, the signs down. All I can think <laughs> is that the catering department, somebody's, somebody's pushed like an extra zero when they've ordered the kebab pies, <laughs> and now they've, they've just got to flog them for months. <laughs> they've just got a room full of rotisseries somewhere, <laughs> kebabs on scooters. <laughs> <laughs> at least this time I actually got one last time when we ordered them we got a macaroni and a steak and no kebab so um, I got it it was quite enjoyable I'd maybe have one again there you go <laughs> the club's such a shambles sometimes eh like it really really is <laughs> it's like for, for anyone that doesn't know my, my dad's in a wheelchair and um, we turned up to park as usual at Wheatfield Place before the game and uh, they've, they've just stopped stopped you parking there now so my dad and like 40 other blue badge holders just had nowhere to park. <laughs> <laughs> and you're literally driving down Gorgie Road, like panicking. Like my dad has to park a certain way to get out the car and all that. Absolute shambles. Nothing for the club. <laughs> um, oh, thanks for that, Cameron. But will you keep us updated as we move into... Well, we won't get a chance to move into June. It's just oh, kebab pies till the end of the season. I mean, I'd, I'd guarantee it's kebab pies and all that. They're not going to change pie of the month for one game. <laughs> <sighs> Maybe they'll get some separate pies in in the summer for you. Like halloumi pie. Oh, Hammy, what a fucking show by the way. <laughs> that sounds rubbish. That sounds rubbish. <laughs> halloumi and a pie? I'm into that. I'm gonna I'm gonna text Emma. Don't get, get that cooker on love. So are we phyllo pastry instead? Are we no, whatever? No. <laughs> a bell's pie with halloumi in it. <laughs> um, Lauren Shankland. <laughs> Fucking told you this was coming. See, it makes sense though, doesn't it? I know you say that because a big red-headed paper's telling you. Uh, <laughs> Uh, there genuinely seems to be a leak out of Shanklin's camp. He'll be desperate to get back to Scotland. Um, he's got a release clause in his contract because Beershot got relegated, um, but that doesn't mean he comes for free. He's still going to cost at least two Adam McInnes, 500 grand. So he's not cheap. Um, it is a lot of money. It is a lot of money, but he's a good player. Um, and I reckon, and this is easy to say, recency bias because Liam Boyce was shite against Ross County. That Lauren Shankland walks into the first team. Over Liam Boyce? Yeah. You are smoking crack. I'm saying <laughs> it. I'm, I'm saying it. Before the game, I thought, I ideal rotation. You know, congested fixture. Let's just get Boyce on the bench now. <laughs> it makes sense. Shankland would seem to be like a, a good rotational player, someone you can potentially rely on. So. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't replace Boyce, that's nuts. No one, no one worry that this guy has only ever done it in the Championship. Like, I, but it was under Nielsen and he is he is sort of 
learning, I suppose. He's he's still very young for a striker. So, but that's that's my issue. Five hundred thousand pounds is a lot of money. There's hmm. there's a lot of money. What, what so, age is Lord and Shanklin turning? Uh, he is twenty six. Twenty six. Yeah. Oh, he's still that young. I thought he was like twenty or twenty nine. I mean, he's probably worth it if you get him on a, a three year deal. He might still have another move in him. He could have went down south. Um, seven goals in the Premiership last time. Aye, but he was kind of getting played out wide for Dundee United last season. He wasn't playing like as a striker. Um, but he's got loads, He's a clinical finisher. We'll see. I, I do feel uh, I feel a wee bit sorry for saying that about Liam Boyce now. I kind of feel like he needs the summer break. I feel like he's really close to running out of steam now with his troublesome calves. Yeah, I think. It's the 500k that's putting me off. That's a lot of money to be play, putting on a player, to which I think we can get better for that money. Don't ask me where. That's Joe Savage's job. Well, Hammy, funny you ask, because I'll tell you, another player that hearts are linked with this summer is uh, young Ewan Henderson at Aloha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the young man scored uh, four goals at the weekend, including a 20-minute hat-trick. Um. Uh, in, all, in all seriousness, he scored, he, he scored. He signed a one-year contract extension. Any thoughts on what his season looks like next season? You've got to think he's he'll be given, well, he has to be given um, pre-season. And then it's on him, I guess, to, to kind of stamp his authority there and, and make it show that he's, he's worth a spot in the squad. But for me, I think it'd be really nice to see him at some point. Like he, he's, he's done everything he's been asked to do when he's went away. I don't think... You can expect any more for a player. I completely yeah. agree. I th- I think it would be a sham if he didn't get at least a chance in a couple of games, competitive games next season. Mm-hmm. Aye, it's, it's tricky. In a way, I, I kind of feel like, see if he'd scored all these goals. I don't actually know how many goals he scored for Aloha. It must be like over 15. Because what was he? He was on like... 14 goals. 28 appearances, 14 goals, 2 assists. Yeah, that's a brilliant record. Like, but it's just because it's League One. See if he'd done that in the Championship, you'd feel pretty confident that he'd be in and about the first team next season. Yeah, well, that that's another option as well. Maybe put him to a team in the Championship if if we we have enough bodies in. Mm-hmm. It's not the worst thing in the world to to give him another year developing. Yeah, um, he's still young enough, eh? Aye, we we spoke about this when we spoke about Harry Stone. Sort of increase the level that he's playing at each year that he goes out on loan. Why not do yeah. it for Henderson as well? No, exactly. Um, like a really decent, like an like a challenging for the league championship side and go and score yourself fifteen goals. Because I think he's better than Craig White, and Craig White's done all right. So, aye, at times. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of like, if if a decision is made for him to go out on loan, I guess the good thing is like it doesn't have like it could be at the end of the transfer window. It could be you even get that month extension for loan players. And this is something that Robbie Nielsen's been talking about, um, about the players that we're looking at who are currently on loan, Taylor Moore, Alex Cochran, even Ella Sims, and that um, because he's talking about having to build a squad, you know, get them settled before we go into the Euro- European qualifying games. But if the clubs aren't going to make a decision by until like end of August, early September, then he's going to have to just pass up on them. He's saying that You've got to, I guess we've got to understand that, even if it means we do end up missing out on Ellisons. 
you you'll hopefully want the strongest squad you can get for that Europa League qualifier. Mm-hmm. And that's asking a lot. And I'm sure we will bring in players after that stage as well, but you're hoping that you can field a very strong team. I, I guess the benefit you get with a guy like Sims having already been around the squad is he's not new to it if he did come back in slightly later than, than someone that's brand new. Um, but I, 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 I would imagine it'll be really with him. Like they'll, they'll want to see what they're doing. Everton. Yeah. Well, that's it on um, Everton relegation watch. Hashtag <laughs> up the toffees. Uh, they picked up a vital three points at the weekend, beating Chelsea. Some game. Um, but they, yeah, but they still sit in the relegation zone. So let's all they, we'll back our boys. Yeah. They got a game in hand over team. Aye. I think yeah. so, but big big breaks at Burnley seem to keep winning. <laughs> ben Mee's <laughs> oh, doing a wonderful it's, job. It's, it's not it's not Burnley above them anymore. It's Leeds. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, it's uh, so shambles. Like there's there's teams with still three games in hand, with just uh, what was it four weeks to go until the end of the season, and and it's crazy. Get tidied up. Neil Doncaster's <laughs> league wouldn't be in such a mess. Shambles down there. This is a cinch, baby. <laughs> Don't get that in the cinch. Get yourself a split. Everybody loves a split. Oh, split's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Feet up in slippers. Um, aye, so we'll see what happens with Everton and Ellis Sims. But yeah, it's the chances. It feels like it's not going to happen. Eh? Um, if he scores a cup, cup winner, winning goal, then maybe it's best to just leave it at that. <laughs> Um, Nielsen or the club has also confirmed that they're still looking at the Asian market and still looking at 23 year old Japanese forward Ogashiba, who we were linked with in it was January, wasn't it? It wasn't the summer, um, which is interesting. Maybe maybe he'll come in instead of Shankland. I'm sure he was ballpark half a million as well, if I remember rightly. So I think it was more than that, yeah. Um, Cameron, could we see the Bosnian bullet Bislija's transfer record smashed this summer? I think no. it could be in the pipeline. I mean, no? it could because we never paid for him. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Six hundred and seventy. It's like eight hundred fifty. It's eight. It's eight hundred odd. Yeah. What was it? Eight hundred odd. Bloody hell! Uh, Romanov was nuts. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> he still isn't nuts. Fucking lives in a submarine. <laughs> Um, some good news Celtic and Rangers drew yesterday meaning that it's not mathematically possible for Celtic to win the league against us next weekend at Parkhead um, no celebrations I uh, don't really care but there's loads of Rangers men in here about the heart squad I reckon we'll be going to Parkhead to try and win next weekend John Suter will be DMing all the boys <laughs> wait a minute no if, if they beat us they do win the league no, that's uh, they would go six ahead, and they're still still playing. Oh, they'd be nine. Oh, because yeah, I think we because we're first in the because uh, we're earlier in the day. Yeah, you're right. So, if we win and Rangers win, then the three gets tasty. What you want from a heart's point of view is that to happen, obviously, because we win. But more thinking forward towards the cup, you want that last game of the season, Rangers to need something out of that game. Mm. Definitely. Do you uh, want it to go last point. day of the season, right? When the hearts in. 
I for that right. reason I want Hearts to win. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's that nonsense. Um, Scott Wilson hung up his mic and cables on Saturday after 20 years as MC. So he's been doing it since we were 10 years old. I genuinely couldn't tell you what Tin Castle's like without his voice. I was there before him, but, but can't of mind it. Aye, uh, unbelievable, incredible so. stint. Yeah, it'd be weird without him. Um, auditions are, are ongoing, and uh, a good friend of ours, um, Rossi, is in the <laughs> <laughs> The same man that's too shy to come on this show, but he'll talk to the whole stadium. <laughs> good friend of ours was uh, meant to be on the, this podcast from the get go, but was too shy. Um, but yeah, he's, he's one of the front runners, I believe, now um, to get the job. So, and if uh, you're wondering who he is, he's the one who does the the sort of it's live for Sky Sports as well, isn't he? <laughs> he's very good at voice notes. We'll just say that, and he bloody loves the Fountain Park fry. Um, I reckon it could be you and Cameron, Hammy. Let's not. <laughs> I feel like I'll end up being someone known. You know what I mean? Wait, did you? No, oh, sorry. I thought you said it could be you and Cameron. That's fine. Me and Hammy are being neighbors. <laughs> the two of you together. Like... Young Ant and Dick. <laughs> Shot a bit for the player announcements. You do Craig Gordon. Hammy does a few things. No, they'll have like. Um... Hammy will go, Craig, and Cameron will go, God <laughs> Like the bloody Power Rangers or something. <laughs> oh, that was Scott Wilson. Um, the Youth Cup final. Um, I know a, a few of us watched it last week. Um, commiserations to the young Jambles. Um, and shout out to Bobby McLucky, Ballon d'Or. Uh, we done, thought we'd done really quite well. Um, we could have got an equaliser in that second half. Um, how many you watched it, didn't you? I did, it was a good game actually, very good. Um, Hearts didn't particularly play well the first 20 minutes, but then really came into it, really gave Rangers a lot of problems. I think it was just the two goal deficit was just too much to claw back at that point. But, um, yeah. some, some really good uh players in there, yeah. Um, even the young left back, 15 year old, he's That's crazy, genuinely playing at a pretty high standard of level there. So um, yeah, you know, hopefully a few of these players we might see in a few years. Right. I was that's impressed certainly. with. I was impressed with the boy Flatman. That's the first I'd seen him play. Clearly yeah. looked good. Big centre back. Yeah. Nice, some brilliant players in there, and you've got because of the age of that team, they'll probably all be together again like next year, and most of them for the season after that as well. Yeah. They were that young. Right, consistency at that age group is really important, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um. Unless they all go to the Lowland League. <laughs> <laughs> then it wouldn't be consistent. Oh. Then it, they'll just get fucking battered every single day. <laughs> ribs broken off big fucking Aye. beer belly centre-backs. Nah, the Lowlands League gets like a bad rap. It's actually like a decent level. Like I know, but if I was playing for a Lowland League team and you were coming up against a Hearts, a Rangers or a Celtic, you would absolutely be wanting to leave your mark on one of those, knowing yeah. that they might be famous at some point. So you have a story being like, oh, I played <laughs> against them and I fucking leveled them. Hi, Callum Flatman broke his nose. <laughs> there was a boy from our school who went and played in the Irish leagues and played Cristiano Ronaldo in a friendly in oh, a pre-season. Yeah. 
And his story was that he two-footed Cristiano Ronaldo. That's what he lived on. <laughs> I mean, pretty cool, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. he, he was also capped by Hearts, though. Um, I don't know if he ever got a game, but he was definitely in the setup. Hmm. We'll talk after. I, I think I know what you're Aye. talking about. But there's quite a few Aye. footballers come out of uh, Firhill High School. Aye. Um, and Hammy, quite a few came out of your high school. Aye, none, well, one played for Hearts, actually, as a, young, a youth. But uh, it was... Was actually dismissed during Vlad's reign because he got injured. Did he not play for? <laughs> he played in Europe for Hearts. Oh, that's uh, that's another person who didn't definitely did not go to my school. <laughs> oh, did he not? <laughs> no, has never lived where I live. <laughs> right. Listeners must be like, "What the fuck are you guys talking about?" <laughs> um, on, on the on the topic of the youngsters and that, I want to ask you first of all. Um, at this stage. Peter Haring, are you? Is he pretty much? He's not going to be a Hearts next season. Is that a thing now? It's just no one seems to be saying anything about it. No. I've uh, Hearts podcast. I've read some some rumours from a, a very trusted website that says he wants to um, he wants to move closer back to home. Um, I've seen that mentioned a few times now. Um, and I don't know, you know, you never know with you know European football and all that. It might change his head a little bit, but it's getting a bit. Mm. It's getting a bit late in the day now. I think it's very unlikely that you'll see players signing deals this late on. But this actually came up at the Foundation of Hearts thing as well that Joe Savage was saying that these you know continental European players. He says that it's quite. Um, a lot of them tend to wait to see what's on offer. Before committing, so, it, but he, he didn't. He said he did seem very non-committal with Haring as well. Yeah. So. I love that you hear like confident men in their fifties, like in a pub, going like, "Peter Haring, nah, he's uh, his wife didn't. He, his wife's not settled here. They're moving back <laughs> to Austria in the summer." Like, How are, are you? You pals with an Austrian guy in his twenties, are you? <laughs> You've got all the intel. Um. I, I think we've pretty much got to prepare that Peter Haring's last game will be the cup final. Like, I'd be very surprised if he's here next season. Um, but could the answer be out on loan just now? Um, Scott McGill um, pretty much plays in that Peter Haring role. Um, and he's a, a big, big old laddie. Uh, he's actually the same height as Peter Haring. You know, Peter Haring's only six foot. Plays like seven. Aye. <laughs> Maybe it's the big, big hair. Um, he certainly looks bigger. Um, Scott McGill is, uh, is 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 also six foot. Uh, he's a very well built uh, young man, and he's had a brilliant season at Airdrie, who finished runners up only to Cove Rangers. Uh, he's, but he's been one of their their best players in League One, and they could still very well get promoted in the playoffs. Um, so he could potentially. I wouldn't be that surprised if he comes into the squad, but. What do I know? I thought Finlay Pollock would get 600 minutes this season. He kind we of... think 800, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jing, someone stepping up like that is a possibility? Or could you see it just being another lone, lone hearts? It is quite a, a jump for Scott McGill if he's going from sort of League One, but just like Kenderson. Give him a chance. I think the difference is when speaking about if, if one of them is going to get in, you would have, you've got to think it's Henderson and that McGill gets another year out. Um, Henderson, to me, feels much closer to the first team. Has played yeah. in the first team. Mm. Consistently, yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think Miguel. I remember watching him. We played. We played away to fucking like. Was it Aloha? Ah, uh, yeah, he got a few starts definitely um, last year. Mm. Did we not go like three 0 up in five minutes against two 0 up against Aloha? Oli Lino scored a double or something. I don't know. <laughs> not a clue. Forget it. Cameron Finlay Pollock next season. On loan again. Ask, I mean, talk uh, to me. Fifty quid. <laughs> One minute, one minute of football. <laughs> Fifty quid. I prefer to make my bets with you after pre-season when you're really excited. <laughs> Fine, that's on the table. One minute for fifty quid. Um, that we'll see what happens when they pull it. He, he looked a level above in that youth uh, cup final, Hammy, didn't he? Yeah, again, another player that. That certainly looked um, just they looked more intelligent. Um, the, the passing and the way that Stephen Naismith's actually got the team playing, I think, suits a lot of them. And it's useful that they play the same formation or similar formation to what Hearts do, so they can hopefully quite easily step up when the time comes. Very well said. Uh, speaking of youngsters, Aaron Darge and Aidan Denham um, have both been given one-year contract extensions by the club, so congratulations to them. Um, both currently out on loan to Gallif, Fairy Dean and Berwick. Right, Hammy, I hope you're ready for your second out of three segments this week, because we're now going over to you, as uh, in the past week, Struan on Twitter, probably pronouncing that fucking wrong as well, um, tweeted to quote tweet his tweet with your most unpopular and controversial hearts opinion or um, or something. What was it? Controversial. Quote yeah. so, tweet with this with your most unpopular controversial hearts opinion. That, yeah. On you go. Give us the yeah. power. There was quite a few uh, very controversial ones. I'll not say whether I agree with them or not until I get to them. Uh, well, the <laughs> one I did go looking for was that Benny is a poor footballer. I was furious. Uh, <laughs> As it transpired, that one was then deleted. Uh, so, well, well done for that one. But I've got a few a few more that we can discuss. Um, this one, Perry Kitchen, was massively underrated. Good player in a terrible team. Agree? Disagree? Agree. I actually agree with that. Yeah, I don't think anyone came out of that black hole of a club looking good. <laughs> but he uh, was all right. He was uh, thrown under the bus, I think. Yeah, no comment. well Jarvie I've got one for you especially for you Kyle Lafferty was massively overrated at Hearts 19 goals (laughs) I mean I get that he he sort of went missing in some games but 19 goals aye there's another group one I think this is quite controversial but the more I thought about it the more I, I, I I wouldn't say I agree with it but Craig Gordon has eclipsed Robbo as our greatest ever player. Oof. <laughs> I, I don't think that's controversial. I think Robbo is phenomenal and he's our greatest ever goal scorer, but just greatest ever player. It's Craig Gordon. I read it and I went, I went shite. And then a couple of minutes, I was like, you know what? Yeah. If Gordon gets another Scottish Cup medal as well. Quite similar sort of careers in the they started at Hearts. Went down to England, maybe didn't go as smoothly as they thought, came back to Hearts. Right, John Robertson went down to Newcastle for his lunch and came back up for the <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. 
It's um, hard, why? Because it's almost like player of the season. You imagine how close a pull is going to be between Craig Gordon and Barry Mackay. And it's because he's a keeper. Like, he's absolutely ridiculous how good he is. But it's because he's yeah. a keeper. It, it takes a bit of the, the heat out of it. Yeah. Keepers don't get the recognition we deserve. I've always <laughs> yeah. said You know all about that, Hammy. Exactly. <laughs> um, a bit more topical. Uh, a better gaffer would have us finish second this season. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. I'm not like, I think Robbie Nielsen's been phenomenal this year, but I genuinely don't think he could have done it any more than <laughs> Daniel Stendhal, Stendhal would have pushed um, and this one actually came up a few times. Um, a few people given this controversial or unpopular opinion. The atmosphere at Tiny is dire outside of big games, and even then it can be hit or miss. I thought it was really good on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never heard so much muttering. As the boys behind me talked like the entire game, and I was more interested in what they were chatting about. Like, <laughs> Uh, I do, I do sort of get that the atmosphere can be, but when it's good, it is really, really good. Yeah, it's impossible for it to be buzzing twenty four seven like at I'd, every I'd, game. I challenge you to go and find any club in this country yeah. that's got that. Like, <laughs> yeah. I definitely, Ibrox and Celtic Park get all this credit for the greatest atmospheres ever. If you actually watch their their home games that aren't against Hearts, Hibs, maybe Aberdeen or Rangers or Celtic, mm-hmm. there's fucking nobody there. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, one more, and again, it's quite topical. Thinking about the cup final, um, this was uh, this was part of a three part. I'll just say one. So Kingsley should be on penalties. I was, yeah. I was saying, I was saying this on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> well, bad shout that. I mean, he's always in the mind because he missed that one in the cup final, but he can hit a ball so. Well, Luke John Sewer was taking penalties, wasn't he? Aye, but... Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if, you can, if, you can hit a, if you can hit a free kick like that for 30 yards, right, surely you can <laughs> hit a penalty. Aye. That's the That's psychological side of it, Cameron. Too easy for him. <laughs> <laughs> That's too close. Too close. But aye, some some very um, controversial opinions in there. But I think for the most part, there were some uh, other terrible ones. But let's we'll not get into them. <laughs> um, didn't didn't make the cut, did it? No. Before the watershed. Um, I enjoyed that. Thank you, Harry. Um, Cameron, let's. I dare I even ask you? But ju- just the Ross County game. Just humour me for two minutes. Recording time. Um, nope. <laughs> it, it was it was pish. It was really really pish. Um, Ross County came to town and settled, and they looked absolutely delighted with a point, didn't they? And we just looked like we couldn't give a fuck. I was surprised. I actually expected more for for Ross County. If I'm honest, I thought they'd come and really try and you know because actually it was everything for them to win and. And we were always going to look kind of as we did in the game, I think. Maybe if it had been more open, they had went for it, then we maybe would have opened up a bit as well. But uh, it, was, it was one of those that it felt like a point kind of almost suited either side. Um, we're just we're trying out players or filling in gaps and keeping players fit. It's all about the Scottish Cup for us. Um, 
yeah. and and it was always going to be that, but uh, it doesn't. I'm not disappointed. I'm not not criticising anyway, but it just it doesn't make for a great watch. No, it really doesn't. Um, to be fair, from the game, we had our entire backup back four got a clean sheet, and I thought Taylor Moore actually looked really quite good. His, my favourite bit of the whole game was when he was kind of right in front of the main stand and decided that was it was a throw in Ross County and the ball bounced in front of him and he just threw it halfway up the stand. <laughs> oh my God, Cameron, I just remembered the fucking guy sat behind you, he dared the ball. Yeah, <laughs> we nearly, nearly had two headers. Aye. I wish I was there, I would have definitely won it. For the height of you, you would have probably caught the ball. And you missed it. I would have been going for the head. <laughs> oh, no, no, you get screamed at for that. It's, it's heads only in our section. <laughs> I love it. I've, uh, I, I will die a happy man when the ball finally comes to me in the stand one day. Hits your dad right in the face. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's why Taylor Moore looked really good, and uh, Liam Boyce missed two one on ones with the keeper. Usual. Good to see Halliday back. Bye. Great Gordon made a save at some point as well. As always. Great <laughs> Gordon did make one pretty good save. Um, serious note, it, it was good to see Ben Woodburn for a good 70 minutes playing in centre mid next to Haring, a more kind of free-flowing role he had. Um, he was he was okay, would you say? The way we play it, it makes... Um makes for teams hard to pick up players we we kind of have a formation of what like a three four three or a five two we were, whatever i thought we, 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 were, we were basically a flat back four a lot right. of the time on, yeah but I, just depending on if we have the ball or not it just makes it hard because no player is really like in a set position so it's good it's good to see if if anything works and trying to bed when ben woodburn at center mid fuck mm-hmm. it why not no, you, you stick him at centre back. I couldn't get less. Women <laughs> 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 goals. Um, he, Robbie Nielsen showed flashbacks of Championship Nielsen with um, swapping Ginelli and GMS. Hammy, didn't he? I we we persisted with Boyce up front on his own at points, and Ginelli was up front just before he got hooked off. Actually, um, did he get hooked off? No, I don't know if he did. Actually, I thought he did, but he probably just. Um, I played the full game. Played for, I just forgot about him then. Um, <laughs> it was yeah, it was, and again some of the stuff. I, it's fine. It's, these are the games that you do these sort of things to see if things work. It didn't really work out. Um, and I fine. Boyce missed a couple. Janelli missed a, a good set. It was the fullback right after the second half started. Ball came back to him about. I'm sure it was in the box in the 18 yard box and he absolutely skied it and we just I think it was a game we probably could have won if we showed a bit more intensity but why bother Mm -hmm. in all honesty like (laughs) Ross Ross County came to stifle the game they came happy for a draw so why why get out of second gear if you know it doesn't really matter right I'm a wee bit disappointed we haven't seen the, the kind of youth players coming in for some more minutes. Like, you could have started Mackenzie Kirk there. I know he just played a cup final, but you could have played a youngster and then brought boys on for the last half an hour and maybe went for a winner or something. I don't think it's like 
I don't think we're in full rotation. I think a lot of this is guys that might play in the cup final still get minutes. I mean, yeah. they're not going to be this wouldn't be your starting lineup if everybody's fit, but we don't actually know like where players are at. Devlin got pulled for this week's squad mm-hmm. because actually he's taken a step back. So I think it's important that the guys that might play are still kind of being rotated in at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I want us to beat Celtic next week. But at the same time, I just keep thinking, like, fucking hell, we're playing Barry McKay an awful lot here. Him and Boyce seem to be playing every single minute. Mm-hmm. They'll, su- they'll surely be testing them and, and seeing what sort of, um, like, exercise is, like, a, what's the, the breaking point they always try and look for. Um, they'll, they'll know what's going on, so hopefully they're yeah they're managing their workload. Mm-hmm. Um, surprise, surprise, Barry McKay was statistically the best player on the park uh, on Saturday, pulling strings and creating excellent chances, which Liam Boyce um, statistically <laughs> was the worst player on the park because he couldn't do anything with them. <laughs> um, and yeah, like you say, it was good to see Halliday getting minutes, looking fit, and good to see Kingsley uh, on the bench as well. Yep. That bench oh. is a bit scary. Eh? Uh, we, we didn't fill a whole bench either. I don't think we have for the last fucking month. No, we've been (laughs) filling a bench for basically since Christmas or something. (laughs) Squad's a wee bit thin, really. 62% (laughs) possession. Uh, 17 shots, just three of them on target. County had six shots, three on target, which Craig made made for light work for big Craigie. Aye, Uh, that was that. Uh, Hammy segment three stroke three. Jambles kickback, what have you got prepared for us today? Talk away and don't talk a lot of shame. Well, believe it or not, there wasn't much about the game, so I've delved deep into the the farce that was Callum McGregor and Ange Postacoglu winning their respective player team manager of the year awards. So one says... Hilarious. What a farce. Why would anyone outside that vile institution that is Celtic even bother to attend? Quite right. With two goals and two assists, there's no doubt that Mick O'Gregor deserves it. I rate him, but also come on. Gordon, week in, week out for hearts and brilliant for Scotland also. McGregor stands out this season for wearing a mask. (laughs) Scottish football at its best. Someone says he's an overrated, jumped-up little dickhead. Brainless, too. Quite, quite <laughs> harsh. Wow. Totally meaningless awards. Purely popularity contests. Players are fans, too, so it will always be the old firm player who wins it. We could have won the league at a canter this season, and an old firm player would still have won this pointless award. Um, and another one says... McGregor could also end up only winning the League Cup while Gordon could save five penalties to win the Scottish Cup. He's been Player of the Year by some way. Uh, That theme continued. Uh, Nobody thinks McGregor should have won it. They also don't believe that Ange should have got manager of the year. Everybody is a big Dick Campbell fan, and I I agree completely. Um, Taking a part-time... time our both is second in the league only narrowly missing out on the championship is a better feat than Celtic possibly winning the league mm-hmm. um, in my opinion uh, Can I just just give you a bit of a 
a view here. I, I, I quickly Googled it. So since 1990, right, so your entire life, <laughs> only one player outside of Celtic and Rangers has ever won that award, and it was Michael Higdon for Motherwell 2012-2013. What was it? Listen, we've got to credit Ange for coming in, spending about £25 million and, and winning two, two cups, potentially. Come on. That is incredible. You're absolutely horsed in Europe. Um, Aye. And yeah, like I say, might not even win the league. I mean, I know it's either in pole position and all that, but... Mm-hmm. They could still go up as well. A very good chance I will go up via the playoffs. Aye. And then they'll all have egg on their face, Hammy. Egg on their <laughs> face. It was like last season, though. When you said it earlier, Callum Davidson. I know that they voted on this a bit early, so at that time he'd only won the League Cup, which in mm-hmm. itself is the same achievement that fucking Ange's got at the moment. And then he <laughs> went and won the Scottish Cup as well. Right. Outrageous. Stupid awards. The, the cinch at times is unpleasant, eh? <laughs> Good. Thank you, Hammy. Um, well done. It's three segments on a bank holiday Monday. I think Paddy will be owing you time and a half, son. <laughs> <laughs> I purposely like barely done any of my normal job today. Oh, <laughs> terrible. Leave that in, Paddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I next up, as we have very well said, we've got Celtic on Saturday. It's midday. I assume it's on Sky Sports, I take it. I haven't actually looked. Every Celtic game televised. Of course. Um, uh, yeah, I, I was going to ask you as briefly if you thought if you thought Nielsen would chuck it or just play kids, whatever. But we've covered all of that, and I won't steal Cameron's job, so that's what he's here for. Uh, Cameron, over to you for buy or sell. So yeah, buy or sell. Uh, getting towards the business end, bit of an update before we go on. The last buy or sell that counts towards the scores this season will be the league, the last league game of the season, so the Rangers game. Scottish Cup will do a separate one, but it does not count on this. So there you go. Mainly because I'm not going to be here the Monday after it, so you'll not get an update. <laughs> Is that just because you'll still be steaming? No, I'm on a two-week jolly after the Scottish Cup, so <laughs> I will not be about. <laughs> With the team, he's away. Well, that's it. <laughs> Tenerife. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, quickly through the, the, the Ross County one for the weekend. Uh, two of us did really well, the rest did not. Um, so, Sims to make it three on the bounce. Uh, obviously, didn't happen because there was no goals. Both teams to score, again, obviously didn't happen. Ben Woodburn to start. Um, everybody bought that and he did, so everybody got at least a point there. Yeah. And then Devlin to get booked at some point. Well, he wasn't even there, so... Um, <laughs> My bet is void. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what that means is... We have Simon, Jarvey, Paddy and Instagram all on one. Twitter on two. And myself and Hammy on three. Did I, not, did I buy Sims to score? What the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> <laughs> you bought everything. What's yeah. an idiot? So did I. I, I had to turn up to it. these things sober. <laughs> <laughs> so the, where that leaves us score-wise is, surprise, surprise, Paddy on 57. Um, up to... 68, uh, where we find Simon? 69, where is Jarvie? Both myself and Hammy on 72. Instagram on 82 and Twitter on 86. Fuck, I so, really uh, chucked it. Eh? Remember I used to be on <laughs> like Instagram and Twitter steals? Absolutely Well, chucked. put it this way. 
You've taken one every week for the last four weeks. Aye. <laughs> Shocker. So there we go. Um, let me get some back this week. Here we go. Here we go. I might even make the last one of the season like eight long. See, just chuck a grenade in there. See what happens. Um, right. So, all four, because we've played them four times so far this season because of the League Cup game. Um, if you can remember back that far. Um, this is against Celtic. Um, all four of the games this season have been um, decided by one goal. Uh, we won the first one and then they decided to win three after that. So, simple. The game would be decided by one goal. Sell. Sell. Say that again, sorry. I'll just... <laughs> <laughs> the game would be decided... My dog who's in the back. <laughs> Oh, this is high quality, high quality stuff tonight. Uh, game decided by one goal. Sell. Okay, I'm also selling it. So sell across the board there. Apart from Paddy, who bought it? Well done, Paddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. So the average possession Hearts have had in these games this season is 31%. Now, in fairness, it started out at 26 and went up to 41 by the last game and has went up every game. So the line. Is over 34 and a half. Sell. Sell. I'm also selling it. <laughs> sell. <laughs> oh, another another set of sells. Well done, Paddy, with a big buy there. <laughs> Can Paddy get relegated? <laughs> I mean, he should be. But sadly, he produces, so we can't really get rid of him. <laughs> um, Sims to come back into the starting lineup this week. Um, and obviously, you just discussed um, Boyce being up front, and maybe we change it. So, yeah, um, missed the last two after the cup final, but has come on in both of them. So, he's obviously fit. Um, so, yeah, does he start? Bye. I'm, gonna sell. I'm also going to buy. I'll buy. A buy and a buy for Paddy. There we go. And now, just to, to keep it in fitting here, um, a penalty in the game. But this week, I'll give you the bonus of a penalty or a blatantly offside goal in the game. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> yeah, I'll buy that. And you also, you can have the blatantly offside goal for hearts because that's right. like a that's a free hit. That one. <laughs> um, so right, there you go. I'll tell you next week how you got on. Ideal. Thank you very much, Cameron. And uh, look at that, listener. We've just managed to fill an hour's worth of Hearts content with barely talking about an actual game of football. <laughs> that is some effort, by the way. Um, thank you, boys. And thank you, Padman Productions, for putting all of this together. Uh, please don't forget to cut out certain elements of this recording. Um, if you want to follow <laughs> us on social media and play along with By Ourselves, uh, we are at hearts underscore podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Um, and if you enjoy the patter on the podcast, do leave us a five-star rating uh, on either Apple uh, Podcasts or Spotify. So cheerio for now. We'll see you next week after another meaningless game against Celtic. <laughs>